0: Welcome to Opinion Havers, a movie podcast for juvenile delinquents. I'm Cody.
1: And I'm Tyler.
0: Tyler, what did we watch?
1: We watched How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Not to be confused yes. with Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas or The Grinch.
0: Yes. Yes. Tyler, what? How'd it go for you? You know? Well, what is this? What is this? What is it?
1: It's a movie. Uh. You know.
0: Uh. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. It's That's on me. I set I set the bar too low. Okay. <laughs> this was on me. I'll take full responsibility. Uh. You know. Yeah. You know when you know when there's two people, and like. You haven't like it's not one person's job to do a thing. You know, like with the podcast, like I schedule and post the episodes, right? Look, and you edit the episodes. No, I no see this, this isn't is about that. No, it's not. It's not. What I'm saying is, <laughs> I it's my fault. Okay, it's my fault because it's no one's job to explain what the movie is. All right, there's only two of us, and so by me asking you, like, it's not fair. All right, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. I'm saying. Summing up the movie. You don't know if it's coming to you. Am I gonna explain it? Are you gonna explain you know, it's on me. I'll take a look. Yeah. As I took a project management class. Was it boring? Yes. Did I hate it? I don't know. But you everyone's gotta have you gotta outline the project and be like, Look, you are the guy who's doing the you're opening the door, right? You're the door opener. You the other guy, you're the door closer. All right, everyone every little thing. You gotta be like this falls under your umbrella. And I've failed us, all right, as a project manager, all right, because you don't, we don't know whose job it is to sum up the episode, all right? That's the yeah. problem, all right?
1: That being said, I did write up a a little synopsis. Stop. <laughs> did you? No, you oh, yeah. did I actually You're have You're just one looking
0: somewhere now. online. No, no. Get no out of here. I have one written.
1: All right, okay, go ahead. Let me Blow read me it, away. and then you tell me if I stole this from <laughs> online or not, or I wrote it, all right? You tell all me. All right. All right, here's the movie. All right, you ready? This is my summation of the film. Okay. A bunch of peeps with weird noses are chilling on a snowflake, and then a green dude rolls up on them one day. Uh, He's cool, he's strong, and he eats glass. (laughs) Then it's Christmas and kids are mean to him or something, so now he's a legendary monster that lives up in a mountain but also has a mailbox and went to school with your dad. That's the movie.
0: All right, kudos. All right, I'll give you, I'll give you some snaps. All right, was very good.
1: Yeah. Wow. Okay. I didn't mention his old bitties, but I should (laughs) have. His what? (laughs) The old bitties. That's what they call them when they're like, it's your old bitties?" It's like, what?
0: Okay. Right. Uh, I forget whose idea it was to watch this, but it's Tis the Season, right? It's Christmas time. And um, it's a Christmas movie, it's a Christmas classic, okay? Um, uh, How'd it go for you? All right. Has it been a while since you've seen it?
1: It's been since last Christmas when mm-hmm. we watched The Grinch. And then I was like, I want to watch The Jim Carrey Grinch as well. Mm-hmm. And Tiffany and I watched it. So it's been a year roughly Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it's good i like this movie i understand cody that you hate this movie because you hate jim carrey and you hate ron howard but i liked it all right cody i liked it sue me you know hey we're not the same cody i like this i like origami angel you hate both those things
0: You I can't believe you're bringing Origami Angel into this. Look, the band I can't get this, anyone else to listen to.
1: <laughs> when they listen to I've this podcast, thrown, I just want I've them to know I've
0: thrown Origami Angel tracks at so many people and like no one's reciprocated and it's it's upsetting. Do you want you me know? to
1: send you back tracks from bands I like cuz you won't like them, but I'll send no, them to I you?
0: I don't want that. Why would I want that? I just want someone that isn't you don't like Origami Angel. Okay, because I showed it to them. Okay?
1: But you don't uh, even like them, Cody. Oh I'm the gosh. one. I'm the fan uh, here. All right, when they listen to this, Cody, they're going to know I'm the one that liked the band. I'm the one that's going to go see them in concert. You never even seen them in concert, oh Cody. You could. You have all the opportunities. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tyler, let me tell you got a conflicted relationship with this movie okay right. with ron Howard's the seuss's doctor seuss's how the grinch stole the christmas i kind of like it here's the thing this movie came out when i was but a wee lad and when i was a wee lad i was a tender child and i couldn't do scary movies and i found the little the one scene where the grinch is supposed to be kind of spooky you know um was too scary for me all right so i was like i don't this is not my vibe this is not my speed now that I'm an adult, it's like it's like when you watch Spongebob as a kid, you're like, Spongebob's the best, and Squidward's dumb. And then when you're an adult and you watch Spongebob, you're like, Spongebob's too much, and Squidward is delightful. You know, like, Squidward is me. Like, I'm Squidward. We all wanted to be Spongebob. We all grew up to become Squidward, right? Right. Anyway, so having, watching this movie now, since I haven't seen it in, like, 13 years or whatever, uh, it's, it's, it's good. Jim Carrey's great in this, all right? Irreplaceable, okay? Did a great job. Yeah. Love it. All about the Jim Carrey. The rest of it, eh, it's fine. Alright. There's some good things or bad things. I would I would watch it again for Jim Carrey. And I wouldn't watch it again for other reasons I'll explain soon. Alright?
1: Okay. What if okay, Cody, what if I told you his full name is James Carrington?
0: Jim Jim Carrey? Yeah. Wow. That's that's true. That's real.
1: No, but what if?
0: <laughs> oh, then I think he was a refined and uh, an excellent theater person. Is his name James Carrington? Is
1: no, it's not.
0: it's not. I don't believe you. I don't believe you that you're not telling the truth.
1: I mean, I'll look it up. But if it's true, just know that I made that up and I did not know <laughs> that it's true. What about Um, if I told you he was Canadian? I knew that. Would you believe me then? I knew that. Well, what if I told you he's in the Sonic movie? Okay. Well,
0: did you see the sequels coming out next year? I didn't even know they're making a sequel. Did you know that?
1: I did know that. I did. I just I had a moment of panic when I saw his first name is actually James, which you know, couldn't call that one. Yeah, but. (laughs) Then, like, the name was longer than I expected to see. <laughs> and so I was like, oh no, maybe it is for But no, is his it last Carrington's for sure? It, it is. It's James Carey, is his, oh. is his name. Yeah, um, this is his birth name. Is James Eugene. The name
0: the good Lord gave him. Yeah. Eugene. 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 I had a friend named Eugene. Oh. And um, everyone called him Jeannie Beanie, but he got sick of it. So I called him Eugene. No way, or did he want to be called Louis? I don't know. Called him Jeannie Beanie. Isn't that a fun name? hmm Jeannie Beanie. Say it.
1: Jeannie Beanie?
0: Look in the mirror, say it three times. You no. will summon him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> It'll come for me.
0: My favorite story about Jeannie Beanie? Let me tell you. Went to In-N-Out. Did you know, In-N-Out, they have little teeny tiny shapes. They're not very big. Okay? But they last longer than you'd think. Did you know you can order any size shake you want in and out So if you order a large shake, instead of the little teeny tiny cup, they give you like a medium size, like 16 to 20 ounce drink cup with milkshake in it. What? Anyway, In-N-Out also has extra large drinks, which are like, I mean, a good like 35, 40 ounce. They're big boys and they're big in the round. They're, they've got girth, okay? They've got girth, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Girth. Girth. Anyway, so we ordered the largest size cup filled with milkshake. And he ate it, and I almost watched a man die and in, in and out in front of me. It was amazing. He refused to quit. That's the that's that's the tenacity. That's what's wrong with youth today. All right, they don't have the tenacity to drink forty ounces of milkshake in a ounce. restaurant that normally serves you twelve ounces of milkshake.
1: Okay. I mean, Cody, I've had this. I've had this milkshake that you're speaking of.
0: The in and out one.
1: Wait. Did I have it, or did they run out of it? No, I had that one. No, they had. They didn't have the. <laughs> You told me to get a very specific one that they're like we don't we don't have that one right now or something like that and then what didn't you tell me to get like a chocolate mint or some the Neapolitan garbage? Neapolitan what I would have, that's
0: what I would have said
1: oh no I got that later I did I had to go back to get it because I ordered it and they didn't give it to me but you know what I still gave them full marks In and Out is delightful and uh, so is Whataburger. you went to Whataburger, Cody and you mm-hmm. said. It wasn't on par, and I took offense to that, Cody. I took offense. I was like, oh, no. Because people, Cody, would you say in and out is fast food? Yeah, technically. Well. It's not technically. It is. It's fast food. Let's be real. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap okay. for a second, Cody. I'm taking my <laughs> chair. I'm turning it around. I'm swinging my legs over the top of the back of the chair. All right. I'm, <laughs> sl- I'm plopping down here. All right. Let's wrap. In-N-Out is fast food and cannot okay. compete with any non-fast food burger unless that burger is outrageously bad. In-N-Out does not compete with Five Guys because Five Guys is not a fast food burger. It's better quality burger. Mm-hmm. It's a hand. See this hand, Cody? <clears throat> yeah. It's the other okay. hand. Okay. What are they, Cody? Levels. They're down, Cody. They're They're down. down. Hands down. Right? Oh, gosh. Okay. All right. Now, Cody, you go to like, you know, you went to the whatever that food truck that they shoved in the back of the rhino was where we had those burgers. (laughs) Yeah. Which, speaking of which, I'm glad you brought this up, Cody. Cody, what were you doing on the 9th of December? I don't know. You were not at the Rhino scene Origami Angels, so.
0: Wait, were they there? They were at the Rhino
1: on December 9th. You're lying to me. didn't go see them.
0: You're lying to me. I'm
1: looking at it right now. I'm on their tour page. Past concerts, December 9th. North Kansas City, Missouri, United States. Why do they specify United States? All of the shows are in the United States. Oh,
0: that sucks. I was in class. (sighs) See?
1: (laughs) Fine. You're a nerd. Whoa. You don't
0: have the, the That's I missed Origami Angel by two missed
1: days? Them. missed them.
0: Wow, that sucks. Missed it. Wow. That's missed a bummer. It. That's a Next tiny time. venue for them to play. I thought they play a little bigger venue. Look,
1: it That's does seem It's like the smallest
0: like, venue uh, you can play.
1: Yeah. It does seem like Kansas City is very much like, oh, you can play a room with 12 people, Or the sprint center or the t-mobile center i guess is what it's supposed to be now but it's kind of like the what's the big center in the staples center being renamed it's what you know about this not to Uh, derail the whole conversation staples
0: in in la the staples center yeah so it's now the
1: the crypto.com center
0: oh sure why not
1: you know and someone's like that's an awful lot of money to pay to have everybody still refer to it as the Staple Center. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, in and outs good, but not the best. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, all right? But, Cody, here's a hill we'll both die on. Their fries are fantastic.
0: <laughs> what is?
1: Their fries are fantastic.
0: Yeah, Their so sister. true. I do love In-N-Out fries.
1: Fight me, but- anybody look origami angel i love you guys i'm an Ugh. original fan but i'll fight I you i can't over believe they
0: were just at the rhino that's the thing about having master's class on thursday night every week for 20 months anything happen on thursday night i'm not going all right mm-hmm. that's what you understand i've done no fun things on thursday nights for i don't know here's what months? we're gonna do cody
1: we're gonna fly out here you're gonna go to this boston show with me Is what we're gonna do
0: Oh, man. That's the thing, too. Like, no one I know ever goes to the Rhino. Whenever I look at the Rhino's page, I'm like, hey, who's playing here? It's like um, 12 bands you've never heard of. Like, absolutely have never heard of. Yeah. I've seen one show of a band I know there, though. Yeah. Here's the thing about In-N-Out. All
1: right.
0: You have to do bang per buck. Okay? You have to do, how good is this for much money I spend? Now, if you convert all burgers you've ever had bang per buck, I think In-N-Out pound for pound is as strong a burger as whoever else. I think In-N-Out if you bang per buck is as good as Five Guys. Because Five Guys cost more, so yes, it's a better burger, but also you're spending more money. So if you want to spend a little less money, but still be just as happy as your purchase for the money you spent on it, In-N-Out's the king. I think In-N-Out is as good as Five Guys pound for pound bang per buck.
1: Bang for That's buck. That's what I'll say. All right. If we're going down I think it's the same for
0: curve. Shake Shack. Okay, I think Shake Shack bang per buck. It's also it's a little more expensive, a la Five Guys, but it's as good as Five Guys or Internet Bang per
1: buck. Okay. All right, I'm gonna hit you with this. You're not gonna like it, Cody. All right. It's less reliable, but we're talking pure bang per buck, right? That's what we're going for. Give me a, Give me a yes. Give me a nod to confirm. Yeah. Yeah. Burger King wins.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. Go get dude. the
1: dollar burger from Burger King just no. go up there be like i want a hamburger it costs you one dollar and it's the exact same bun and burger and most of the toppings as a whopper all right so what you're doing is for a dollar you're getting a whopper which is the superior cheap fast food burger it's the best of the cheap burgers all right
0: i don't know if that's true it my is. guy it's
1: a yeah. dollar how much is if i rolled up on in and out and i said give me a burger how much are they gonna charge me cody
0: what for a single?
1: Yep, just one cheeseburger, Cody. That's all I want.
0: Like two eighty, three dollars.
1: See, I could have two <laughs> burgers from two or three burgers from Burger King for that price.
0: I don't, want, I don't necessarily want that, you know.
1: Like I use, I don't
0: know. Look,
1: Burger King burgers. Here's the problem with the Burger King burgers. If they were all consistent, Burger King would have conquered the world long ago. All right, but they're inconsistent. <laughs> To a degree that it shocks me the Burger King is still in business. You know what I'm talking about? Because you either go to Burger King and you're like, this is the best burger I've ever had. Or you're like, I mm. am going to die from this burger. It's going to kill like me. It's like
0: when you go to McDonald's and you're and they give you like a stale bun in your thing. You're like, I don't know.
1: I've never gotten a stale bun from McDonald's. I oh, get one bad. every other time from Burger King, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, McDonald's and Burger King, I think both suffer from it. But it's like... How did this happen? Like you put so many preservatives in this. I should be able to take this thing to the moon. Like, and it should sit on the surface of the moon for three years and this bun should still be fresh. Like that's what I'm expecting from a fast food bun. Yeah. You go to a Five Guys, they hire bakeries to make their buns and they last five days. And if you don't make a burger in five days, if you don't make use the bun in five days, then you toss it. It's gone. Now, or you send it home with me.
1: The fast food place taken that has-
0: burger King, I've taken Five Guys buns home. Oh. after working at five guys i've been like i'm gonna make grilled cheese sandwiches
1: and it's delightful now the fast food place that has the highest fail rate for like giving me a stale bun is mm-hmm. in and out
0: what you've had stale buns at yeah. time, stale bun in and out
1: yeah half the time i've gone to in and out it's been a stale bun it just, everything tasted bad everything everything i've everything. never everything. had that it was the worst. Everybody's like, it's because they weren't busy. They were so busy. Every In-N-Out in the world is always super busy. It's like Chick-fil-A. They're never not busy.
0: I will say, In-N-Out is best. The closer you are to LA, the better your in n out's going to be. Yeah. And the further you get, and maybe that's true for Whataburger. I had Whataburger in Kansas City, so maybe that's on me, you know? Maybe. Maybe it wasn't as magical as it could have been if I was in Texas, if I was in the heart of, you know... Texas is getting a Whataburger.
1: Here's what I'll tell Here's what I think. I think Phoenix is the best place to try both of them because that's where I tried them both back to back and they were both fantastic. It's an away
0: game for both of them.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they both performed very well. Here's the thing I think you suffer from with the Whataburger. I love their mustard and I eat it and I'm always like, oh, that's a lot of mustard, but I love it. It's the best. Mm. You, not the biggest mustard fan as I've found.
0: <clears throat> give me mustard on a, a sausage all right if it's a brat if it's a hot dog i want all the mustard i want more mustard than you than you think should go on it okay that's how i feel about mustard yeah. and i'm okay with ketchup and mustard on a burger a la a la mcdonald's mcdouble or the burger king double cheeseburger i'm fine with that combo if it's like a fast food deal but the higher end my burger goes i don't want the ketchup and mustard i want the mayonnaise or nothing. I don't get any spread in and out. Okay. I don't think their spread is that good on the burger, to be honest. I want it pure, I want it raw, I want a raw dogma in and out. That's how I feel. All right. Yeah. So when you slather a bunch, it's not it's not poor quality mustard, you're right. But when you slather on a burger by itself, so who good. else does that except for maybe Freddy's, but that's a whole different style of burger. Like your smashed steak burger super thin. It's a different genre.
1: Oh so good. you know what I'm saying you know what I'd like to change my answer the best fast food burger is Culver's
0: Culver's maybe I haven't, I maybe I just haven't had enough Culver's I've only had it once or twice I have not like been converted to Culver's so good I think Bailey likes it though I think she like has it up there where, like she's going to hit a fast food chain she might as well but Culver's has a mushroom Swiss that's all that matters to her
1: oh so good
0: most people don't do a mushroom Swiss it
1: really drips out on you now I'll tell you the uh, the mushroom Swiss from Waterburger much less mm. greasy drippy like the mm. the one from Culver's much better not like mm. I bet you you would like it more than Bailey would like it it's much more of a I don't know a cleaner mushroom and Swiss I don't mm. know how to I don't know how to say it. Here's my experience with Whataburger. I order one of everything on the menu, and it's way too much, and I end up throwing most of it away.
0: I can't even listen to this because my heart is aching because I missed Origami Angel three days ago. Like, I'm having literal heartache right now. My heart is heavy. I don't know if I can finish this episode.
1: We haven't even started this
0: episode. To be honest. I know. <laughs> I don't think I can finish it. <laughs> um.
1: Well, you know, Cody, if you would just either drive to Denver or fly up here to Boston to watch it, you know, that's your two options.
0: If a band comes to the Rhino, they only come once. They're never coming back again, you know?
1: Yeah, they're like, this place They hit it and they quit
0: it. That's what happens. Yeah. Oh, man. It's not the same there, too, because they changed the name of the coffee shop that's attached to it. It's not the colony anymore. It doesn't have the same Sparkle. You know?
1: I haven't liked it since they closed down the burger place in the back.
0: Yeah, I miss the meatloaf burger. All right. (sighs) My heart's too heavy. Do you uh, should we continue should we carry on? Yeah, let's get into Uh, it. You know about this movie?
1: Let's get into the Grinch. Cody, hop on hop down this tube. Get in this tube here with me. And we'll flush ourselves to spoiler town. Yeah.
0: Howard, right, do you want to go first, or want me to go first?
1: That's an excellent question, Cody. And I'm uh, glad that we live in a country where you can all ask All right, questions. I'm
0: going. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going right now. Okay. Okay. Ron Howard is all over the map. That's the problem. That's the problem with Ron Howard as a man. Okay. He's here. He's like, I'm going to direct The Grinch. I'm going to direct Apollo 13. I'm going to direct uh, Solo. He does. He's everywhere, nowhere. He directed. A sexy race car movie with Chris Hemsworth called Rush, okay? That's where he's at. Okay, he directed this, Apollo 13, Rush, and then so he's all over the map. He needs to pick this man needs to pick a lane. Rush, probably my favorite movie I've seen of his. I've heard Apollo 13's great. Haven't seen it. This movie is fine. Okay? was pretty good. Here's he's he gave us Bryce Dallas Howard, he gave us happy days, and I just don't understand where he's at. Okay. Thank you. The guy in the trumpet. Beginning of the movie, the guy at the trumpet. There's a who who pops out of a big old, not a trumpet, it's like a, what's the big one called? The tuba, like a big old tuba sort of thing, okay? Is that a real guy or is it a CG guy? Because I have questions. How much, if it was CG, how much did it cost? It didn't look like a real guy, okay? And the way it was shot, I think it might have been a CG guy. How much did it cost? Because it was a lot. It must have been a lot at the time. Here's the problem. You could change one thing in this movie and make it a lot better. One thing alone. You got to leave the Dutch angle out of here. Dutch angles where you tilt the camera, it makes it, it's like, whoa, something's wrong, all right? That's the whole purpose of the Dutch angle, to be like, oh, it's different, it's weird, something's, something's up, okay? They use it in horror films sometimes. Here's the thing. This movie is 80% Dutch angle, and it doesn't make a darn bit of sense, okay? I guess it's supposed to, is he going for a kooky? I think that's the point. It's... Highly distracting, okay? That's the that's my biggest problem with this movie. If they change that one thing, I think it would totally change how I saw this movie, okay? So canonically, they're in a snowflake. Man, I've seen this movie. I saw it when it came out in theaters. Canonically, they're in a Dr. Seuss needs to chill, okay? He's everything is like a small thing on a big thing, and there's small people in the big thing, and big people in the small Look, you got what was he on? What did he do? Okay. What are the drugs? I don't like why does it have to be on a snowflake? Because then it's like it's gonna land on someone's tongue and then it melts. And then what? They're all just dead? Or is it an Osmosis Jones scenario where now they're living inside of the child's body that ate the snowflake? That's what I understand. Thank you. Okay. I don't look, the Dutch angle and the lighting of this movie is not working for it. Here's what's working for this movie amazing amazing props okay this is how i i think i was reading it's like one of the most expensive like for big sets tons of props made the props are great the sets are great and that's amazing but then i don't think the lighting is doing any favors necessarily i like the lighting in the grinch's mount crumpet whatever his little layer it's all green and grinchy but then in the Whoville, it's just kind of like yeah it's just we just kind of lit it up like it's a sitcom like whatever just lit we did it. We did lighting, you know? So that's what I'm not sure about. I wish they'd done a little more with that. Um, here's here's what I think hell is purgatory. All right. If you're in purgatory, it is a makeup artist on this movie. They had look at all the noses they did, okay? It was must have been a nightmare. Okay. You probably woke up at two in the morning, you probably worked till like two in the afternoon just getting noses on, then you get a 30-minute lunch, and then you get to work taking noses off, okay? It's too much. It. Could, I feel bad for them. I feel bad, and they should feel bad. I'm sure they did. Okay. Um. Here's the thing. They just did this movie, The Grinch. I think we did a podcast on it, and they did CG. Oh, not CG, it's the an animated movie. Okay. Here's what they should do. They should reboot this movie, and they should have Jim Carrey do it with motion capture. Okay. They could redo this. That's the problem with this movie. Is Jim Carrey had to get in like hours of makeup every day and it was a nightmare. They could redo this movie with Jim Carrey still today um, doing motion capture and it would be a much better process for him and it would be like bing, bang, boom. We just churned another one out and we fixed the Dutch angle. They could, You know what? They could have Ron Howard do it. I wouldn't even be mad. I wouldn't even be mad if they rehired Ron Howard as the director to do this movie and Jim Carrey to do The Grinch. They just got to do the... No Dutch angle. No, no, Ron. Ron, and I'm sure he's learned the lesson at this point, okay? And uh, put Jim Carrey back. We could we could reboot this sucker, all right? We could do it again. We could polish it off. We could perfect this movie, I think, okay? Um, Yeah, I don't know. Prop for the prop department. I'll, I'll say it again. They did a really, a really fantastic job. They built some great sets. They made some fun props. Um, I read somewhere this is the most heavy makeup ever done in a movie since Wizard of Oz. So, that was like 60 years before this. That's impressive. It went all out. Balls deep, Ron Howard.
1: Cody, no. I have to cut you off. Oh. Can't keep going like this, Cody. You gotta stop. When is... No. Alright, alright. Ready? All right. I'm... I'm setting my timer here. Okay. All right. Now stop talking, Cody, because I'm going. Here's the thing. I'm about to rebut you. I'm about to buttle you so hard, all right? Here we go. Ron Howard, Uh, I don't know if he's a national treasure or not. I, I was going to be like, he made Star Wars, but then that was the other guy. That was Ryan Johnson, not Ron Howard. They both have very similar dumb names, all right? Uh, Cody... this movie is is good all right um we did watch the other grinch that's what you don't understand and it was fantastic it had a cumbersnatch in it and everyone loved it all right you had keenan thompson he was like this is my best friend and then they, they talked about him having to dye his hair and he like went into town to buy food this one he's like a monster so that the other one makes better sense like maybe as may is it better written is it better uh does it look better does it play better to the ethics of the time i don't know what that means cody but you know i tell by your face that you liked it all right <laughs> uh yes but this one is so good Cody. because they tell you what do they tell you they tell you where babies come from uh jim carrey demonstrates ron howard's directing style here's the worst part all right Cody. all the fun facts of this movie are just Jim Carrey, uh, he came up with that. Well, no dip, it's a Jim Carrey movie. Of course, 90% of the movie is him doing stuff off-camera. The director's like, that's funny. Let's do that in the movie. And then he has to do it in the movie. Now, Cody, what you don't understand is it took two hours to get the makeup on? Or four hours? I don't know. Two hours to get it on, an hour to get it off. Two hours to get it on, one hour to get it off. He went to the CIA guy and said, tell me how to resist torture. That's what he had to do because he hated it so much. To which I say... Grow a sack, Jim Carrey. All right, there are people that are going through, like, how many hours did what's-his-face go through? Uh, 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 Davies, the bit, the guy that played Gimli, he went through so many hours of it and it got there, like, four hours early every day for Lord of the Rings. There's people going through more stuff that are like, yeah, it wasn't that bad. And Jim Carrey's like, I had to learn torture resistance techniques. And I'm like, look, man. You're a funny guy. We love you. You're weird and you're dramatic, and I need you to take it down a notch. All right? That's what I need. I need you to take it. Here's where you are. I need you to take it down three notches. Three, three notches. All right? That's what Jim Carrey needs to do. But then he does that, and everybody's like, stop it. You got to ratchet that up, man. You got to ratchet up the crazy. So I get it. I get it, you know? He's got he to be crazy, but not too crazy, Cody. But he's, he's, he's a perfect amount of crazy in this one. he got his old biddies. They're taking care of him. He's a little baby, then he grows up. The old there. Oh, they're there. they're fussing about him. What's funny, Cody, is he a legendary monster? that Everybody's like, that's just a myth, or is he real? He's real, but do the people think he's a myth? And they're like, he's not really up here. But then he has a mailbox, and people went to school with him. That's what I don't like. All right, this is what I don't like about it, Cody, because they're like, what is it? He's a monster. Also, I went to grade school with him, and he was all right. You know? Like, that. The mayor's girlfriend's a freak, Cody. She's a freak, all right? She's into it. She likes the green man. She likes the green Hulk rage monster. That's what he is. This is the story of the Hulk. I want this remade as a Hulk movie with the Marvel MCU Hulk, but Jim Carrey doing the voice and the mocap for it, all right? Remake the Grinch with the Hulk from the MCU. Smart Hulk. I want him to wear a shirt. That's very tight and shows off his muscles. All right, let's talk about that. How much did you like Hulk in a shirt? Because I loved Hulk wearing glasses and a shirt. It made, gave me feelings, Cody. It made me feel things that I didn't know I could feel. All right, that's what I felt. All right, and I got it's the same. It made me relive the feelings I felt seeing Jim Carrey in a fat green suit. All right, it made me feel things that I didn't know I could feel. Let's talk about the thing that came from Cody. Look at me, the gift that everybody knows from this, where he's like. Rawr and it's like it's me me playing with the baby what the baby sees is him you know doing his little thing trying to scare her i do feel it though you know like when you're trying to scare a kid or surprise a kid and they're like just nothing they got nothing they're stone faced they're stone cold killers cody and you're like these kids today desensitized all right they don't know nothing all right my favorite line is the line that everybody's like, "Oh, he ad-libbed it." Just like 90% of his lines, which is the, you know, it's 8:30 or something. Dinner with me. I can't cancel that again cuz I feel like if I had dinner with myself scheduled, I would cancel it, Cody. I would cancel that dinner with myself cuz I don't got time for that, Cody. I got I got the social anxieties. I don't want to hang out with myself. I haven't talked to that guy in way too long, all right? That's so why I feel the grinch on a on a spiritual level.
0: Oh, Tyler. I'm going to cut you off right there. All right? Look, thanks for talking. Your time is up, alright? But so you don't understand. Let me talk to you about Jim Carrey and talk to you about his makeup. <clears throat> have you heard the interview of him talking about it? No. It's great. So here's what he explained. Well, number one, I will say this. He did two hours isn't that is long time. But you're right, comparatively there are other people that have done worse. What I will say is that he did have to do it for, like, 98 days of shooting, which is days. quite a lot of shooting. You know, like, a movie can shoot in, like, six to eight weeks, more for a big budget one, but even if this movie shot for that long, normally it's like, oh, yeah, but those are other people's scenes you don't know, have to shoot. So he had to be, and when you look at how long movies, movie is, you're like, oh, they couldn't have done this in, like, a month of shooting. Like, no, nope, 90, 98 or so days of him in two-hour makeup, it's pretty rough. So here's what he says. He talks about going to the CIA guy talking about torture. And the guy is like, I don't know, definitely pick up smoking. <laughs> He's also like, you can like stimulate yourself by like causing pain in other areas. <laughs> so he talks about how like I'm on set for this kids' movie. I'm sitting there getting makeup put on, I'm smoking, and then just like punching myself in the leg and shouting. <laughs> like, which I just love the visual of Jim Carrey smoking, punching himself, and like, Hurr! <laughs> you know, and getting makeup put on. So think about it like that. All right. That's what, that's what you need to imagine. Um, and uh, it's a kids' movie. So isn't that fun? It is. Let's fun. talk about the biddies. Let's talk about the old biddies.
1: All right.
0: Are they like a lesbian couple or are they just like gal golden girlfriends? Because I couldn't catch the vibe. Yes. No, no. I need to know. <laughs> Please.
1: I mean, the answer is yes. Also, here's the real question I've never picked up on this before. But uh, is the key do board. they actually, because the, do the Who children actually come from their little prams in the sky or whatever, what do they call it? Like a
0: stork scenario, right?
1: Yeah. Do I they guess. Actually, or was that just the these old biddies being like, this is where babies come from, little girl? And she's like, oh, so that's how it happens.
0: Oh. I don't know, man. It's too whimsical. You don't know what's right or what's wrong. Like, you're right. He is a monster, but everyone does know who he is and he does have a mailbox. So, like, yeah, I don't know. You know what's weird about this movie? Tell me. The boys have who knows this, and the girls are kind of like, eh, not really. You know? What is that? What's that about?
1: Uh, their nose is the penis. I think
0: it's society, you know? I think it's something to do with society and the patriarchy or something uh yes what so this was uh i think they said it was like the biggest set on the universal lot they ever made or one of the biggest they'd ever done and it was right behind the set for the bates motel so jim carrey actually put on a dress one day and like hopped out with a knife and scared a bunch of um a bunch of people doing the universal tour so nice that's a, a little fun psycho um easter egg for you Jim Are you Carey saying psycho dress because scaring people.
1: Jim Carrey's psycho or because the movie's psycho?
0: I'm saying it's a twofer. Yeah, it's oh, both. Okay. Um, I forget. I forgot this. The
1: Grinch isn't green in the book. Doesn't that yeah. make you mad? He's black and white. So, I mean, it's more of a. Isn't that just me? Dr. Seuss is cheap. Mad. You know what I mean? No. Aren't she
0: furious right now? No. I'm angry. Okay. But I turn to the Hulk right now. That's where I'm at.
1: About to turn into a Grinch right now. That's what you're about to do. That's me. Cody, some have described you as a Grinch. How do you feel about that? Um, I love it, you know. Okay.
0: It's what I live for. I live for the rage. Uh, I talked about the makeup artists. There were up to 45 makeup artists a day working on this movie. They're doing too much,
1: right? It's, Ron Howard
0: a, I mean, went lot. too far deep in. Like, don't you think he did go too far?
1: Yeah, I definitely think for this movie he went too hard. But could you see no one's it not spends this hard? much
0: money on Christmas movies? You know, that's the thing. Like Ron Howard came in, he was like, How about this? You give me like a fat budget, like the biggest budget you've ever given a Christmas movie and I'm gonna put everyone in makeup, everyone's gonna hate being in the makeup and we're gonna do a hard we're going to write like a whole origin story for everyone. I need the most props you've ever done. I need the biggest set we've ever built. Like this man, he's a mad, he's gone mad with power. I don't understand. He did Apollo 13. He's like, you know what I should follow up with? The most expensive Christmas movie ever made. You know, that's, he did it. He's, he's wild. He's mad with power. I don't know. He needs to be stopped. Yeah, That's what
1: I'm saying. I mean, many have said that before.
0: But yeah. no one's been able to stop him. Who's going to be powerful enough to stop him? I don't think anyone. He's Ryan just Johnson's to... the only one. He's like he's like Fidel Castro. We're just going to have to wait it out. We're going to have to wait him out. At
1: some point, he'll out.
0: die, yeah. and you know we can move on with our lives.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, there were some other actors considered for the Grinch. I'd be interested to hear you weigh in on these guys. <clears throat> you ready? Give it to me. Eddie Murphy. Tom Hanks, Jack Nicholson, Tim Curry.
1: I can see Tim Curry and Jack Nicholson doing it.
0: Oh, see, I would say Eddie Murphy, Tim Curry could definitely do, pull off pull it off. Tom Hanks, Jack, I don't, I think Jack Nicholson, I think his would be too, he would just be like a villain.
1: Okay, well, you know? here's the thing, that's the thing. Like, I think part of the reason why they were considered is the the grin. Green's such an iconic, you know, the super big Green grin. Screen.
0: Yeah. hmm
1: Jack Nicholson can nail that, as we saw with The Joker.
0: Right. Yeah, I get it.
1: And he can act crazy, as we saw with
0: He can act the crazy, Joker. but can he pull off the comedy? Because that's what that's what saves this movie, I think. I think if yeah. Jim Carrey wasn't as funny as he is, then this movie would be kind of just like bland, you know, you'd be like, Oh, this was it-
1: I think if Jack Nicholson played the Grinch, it would not be a kid's movie in any sense of the word. It would have to be, like, a dark comedy, like. Yeah. Like, the way that the the Joker in the Dark Knight Rises is.
0: Yeah.
1: Is funny. Like, when he makes the pencil disappear and everybody laughs mm-hmm. in the theater. Yeah. That's not a kid funny thing, though. That's a. Right. He just right. killed that guy with a pencil. Mm-hmm. Funny, you know? You're right.
0: Um let's talk about let's talk about our favorite piece of wardrobe. The Grinch's black lace robe. His yeah. little night robe. Amazing. Like stroke a gene I don't know who the costume person was for this movie, but they deserve an Oscar for that choice alone. All right? Yeah. Fantastic. Too small for him. Doesn't make any sense. It's perfect.
1: Now Here's the question
0: Absolutely
1: perfect. I have for you, because this is what I would do if I was, like, a wardrobe person or whoever's in charge of that decision, right? Is I would have just put, like, a random assortment of stuff on, like, a rack behind that thing. You know, a little screen that he went behind? The mm-hmm. change in screen? And just been, like... Just pick whatever you want off of it. And I would have picked, like, the most insane assortment of things Mm -hmm. and just let him pick whatever and then just do it, like, three or four times and pick the best one. Or do you think they're like, no, we've crunched the numbers. We've analyzed all of these outfits and determined this is the perfect choice.
0: I don't know, man. I could really see Jim Carrey just being, like, this is happening for this scene. Like, I could see that not being in the script, and he's just kind of, like, thrown. I don't know. I don't know if the script for this movie is that strong. We talked about so yeah. many of the classic Grinch lines that make us giggle It's just not just Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Like a Robin Williams movie, where you're like, you know, the Robin Williams just kills it when you throw him on a screen. So, I don't yeah. know that this movie... Like, the writing... <clears throat> I don't know I think Ron Howard mentioned like oh no I really wanted like a backstory for why the Grinch was the way he was because in the book he's kind of just like Who's noisy yeah. that's it and then in this one he's like no I got like a deep-seated feud with society you know
1: yeah I mean really this is a Joker
0: movie oh it should have been Walking Phoenix <gasps> we reboot this movie Joaquin Phoenix is rated R
1: oh, I was that's gonna say Jim Carrey should be the Joker but he's already the Riddler so he can't be both right yeah. Oh, uh, he. Let's look, reboot Joker you know, again. <sighs> Joaquin's out. Jim Carrey's mm-hmm. in.
0: Yeah. Um
1: Ron Howard Green.
0: What <laughs> what happened with the cat? Something happened with the cat and it killed me. Like I died. It was too funny. Made me laugh so hard. I think it's when he's stealing all the Christmas stuff.
1: Oh, and the cat you attacks can't... him?
0: Because <laughs> it happens twice, right?
1: I, that's what I was like.
0: It's like two houses later or something. Like, the yeah, cat it's the same out cat. Out of the <laughs> it <laughs> killed me. Like, I died. I was like, yeah, no, Which, I loved it. That was probably my favorite moment in the movie. Just watching them, Watching this so one
1: and the it. new animated one back to back, right? Yeah. That one, like there is a, <clears throat> like you can tell that also got the guys that wrote that one because they did the exact same bit where it's like a cat attacks him and then like two or three houses later the same cat like jumps out <laughs> of the fridge onto, onto him or something um, like that and it's like oh that's funny it's so good it yeah, is no, funny okay. watching them I back did... to back because you could see like how that one influenced the mm-hmm. the animated one
0: uh i i did write down my favorite zingers if you'd like me to run through him
1: oh give me those zingers um what's the one where he he like
0: pushes cindy lou who down the you know like she falls down the male the male thing or whatever he's like well that worked out well <laughs> he just leaves i don't know why it maybe it got me okay it was perfect it was like a total disaster he's like well that worked out well uh am i just eating because i'm bored classic line classic love it <laughs> am i just eating because i'm bored um the whole yeah you already mentioned it, the whole running through his schedule his his schedule you know the whole thing is pure gold you know wall and self loathing screaming to the abyss dealing with myself can't cancel that again you know so good. oh the humanity loved it i love like the who puns were so stupid but i love them the who not the only like, like killed me all right uh <laughs> he's like he slunk from house to house, and then Jim Carrey just goes slunk. Loved it. I don't know why. Gets me. All right. I I am a child of the '90s. I grew up watching the Jim Carrey movies. He's great.
1: I would like to cite this movie as the reason I always say slunk and slink around and slunk around. (laughs) Yeah. It's this movie.
0: Yeah. So there, there's some great bits. There's some great jokes. Jim Carrey does a great job uh i will say so that's the thing about this movie i think that holds it together the casting of cindy lou who perfect they could not have cast a more perfect cindy lou just like an adorable little girl with a pure heart and then you cast jim carrey as the grinch and it's perfect so like the the core of the movie is perfect and that's i think what what keeps it going for me the story is all over i don't know sometimes they go too hard on the story right i mean it is a it's not a long story so you have to flush it out one way or another But it is weird. It's weird. There's Who's that have a key bowl party. Did you see that? Did you catch that little bit? There's like some adult jokes in the movie. They go into like a Christmas, Who Christmas party and they have like a fish bowl for keys. Yeah. That's just in there, you know? I don't know. Because here's the thing. Here's what's weird about this movie. Number one. Because of the prosthetics and the makeup they used, it's hard to do facial expressions. So that's a bit of a hurdle, right, for the people with the big who noses. Yeah. Number two, this would bug me most of all. The Grinch is like, what, 45, 50 years old? Been around for a while, okay? So he had a childhood crush on the mayor's girlfriend, right? And the mayor grows up to be the mayor, all right? And he has gray hair, so he's obviously like also in his 40s, 50s. But he's got a girlfriend. And it's the same girlfriend he's had since he was a little kid. Why aren't they married? I'm so confused. And then they're like, he does a big proposal. But also, they're past middle age. Like, they're, you know? Yeah. What? How does that, like, I don't understand it.
1: They're celebrities, Cody. That's what you don't get. They're famous Uh... people. So they are they they have been life partners for a period of time. Alright. And now they're like, Alright, we're done with this whole life partner thing. Let's let's actually get married.
0: Alright, I see it. I I just yeah. So I don't know. Now, why'd they make the grin sheets so much? That doesn't make no sense,
1: you know? Why'd they make the what? You
0: know, when he shows up to sit in the Christmas chair or whatever, yeah. chair of cheer, make him eat all that food.
1: Well, he just had to try all he's judging the contest, my guy. You got to try everything. You know what I'm saying? Here's the thing is I'm like, I thought about that this time. So I was like, would they do that to him, to the, the mayor guy? And I was like, I think, yeah, I think whoever gets the chair of cheer, they get that same thing. And he's just like, yeah. I'm into it. I want it. That's my fetish, all right? Mm-hmm. And the Grinch is like, I don't want this And they're like, We're gonna kill you. And that was their plan the whole time. Because mm-hmm. he was into it by the end and he was and then he went through the stages, you know, he was he was rejecting it, he was like trying, he's fighting it and then he was like, Alright, fine, bring it on. Is that all you got? <laughs> yeah. Which I love that he he did the same lines that like they do in like a spy movie when a guy's getting tortured. Uh huh. <laughs> he's like, yeah. "Bring it on," and then it's like cuts to later on, and they're like beaten down, and they're like, "Uh, uh, uh you know, <laughs> like just accepting yeah. it, like not saying anything." Uh, which you know. It goes to that CIA training that he had, you know.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: No, he went full method, you know? Yeah. So, I Speaking so, of full method, when I first read one of the facts, it was like Jim Carrey was in the costume for 98 days. And I was like, he wore that costume for 98 <laughs> <laughs> But they really worded it like he never took it off, not like he had to go back yeah. and get it every single day. And I was like, yeah. what the F? No, dude, don't do that
0: know ron howard i I read that ron howard out of solidarity he put on the grinch makeup for a day and was like i'll direct you know as the grinch today whatever then jim carrey was like mad about it he's like you hired a terrible stunt double for me (laughs) like this is the (laughs) worst looking stunt double i've ever seen you know so that's funny um but yeah ron howard felt so bad he was in that makeup so many days but 98 days that's wild i mean that's a full you know they probably have one or two off days here and there you know so it's like probably like four months or like almost every day it's like no you're at work today and uh sit down for two hours while we completely cover you it's yak's hair you know that's on that it's like yak hair that's been dyed green
1: and it really doesn't feel like a movie that would have required 98 days of shooting
0: that's what I'm saying. I think they could they should have been able to do it in a month. I mean, there's quite a lot of, like, not action, you know, stunt scenes, right? Or it's like, oh, him going up chimneys and doing this and driving around on the tiny car, which was a real working car, by the way. A little teeny tiny car he drives around. I think it's on the, I forget which uh, scene it is, but he's got the little, you know, his, like, knees are way up and he's doing the thing. Yeah. It's like a real working car. Awesome. That's fun. Oh, yeah.
1: By the way, the Sousaphone, which is the... It's the tuba for a marching band, is what that guy was Uh in. That was absolutely a CG dude. Just a little CG man.
0: Must have cost a bunch of money.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, it's just... My favorite part about you asking, was that a real person? I was like, there's nobody that small, Cody. (laughs) That was very small.
0: (laughs) But I was saying, you know, (laughs) Did did they do some movie magic? Was it, like, a Peter Jackson... Hobbit thing where it's like we're new perspective thing with the giant sousaphone we built, like a sousaphone set. And here's a guy who pops out of it.
1: You know? Here's what I think. I think that that alone
0: took Did they him- go to a lab and invent tiny people for this movie? That's what I'm asking. Yeah. Did they go? They made one working tiny person, you know, someone who's eight inches tall, and they put him in the sousaphone, and then he died 12 hours later. Like, that's what I need to know. Yeah. And you're saying it's just computer stuff?
1: No, no. I'm saying they used a computer to create the tiny person. Like you said, in a lab. <laughs> okay. And they, but every day Jim Carrey had to show up in the Grinch outfit. That's why it took so long to film. It wasn't filming. He just had to be there in the lab, in the costume, All mm-hmm. right. Oh, yeah. To inspire the boys in the lab, you know? <laughs> yeah. Show them what they're working for. Ron Howard stood there and he said, look, this is what we're doing. This is what we're creating, folks.
0: (laughs) I don't understand Ron Howard. Okay. Here's Here's the other strength of this movie, I would say. All right. I love the moral of the story. It's like, oh, true Christmas, togetherness. And it's sweet where it's like, oh, the Grinch has like, Family now and friends and stuff like I think that's sweet. It's nice. It's a nice little, it's a nice little end to the movie. You know they're in the Grinch's place and they're carving the roast beast. You know it's yeah. great. So the Jim Carrey's great. The Cindy Lou Who is great. The message is great. The Who culture is like, I. That's weird. All right, the mayor's a weird dude. I don't like. The Dutch angle. Look, did the Dutch angle not bother you? No. It's like if I was like, Tyler, let me take you in a quick tour of my home. And then I picked you up. And then I turned you at a 20 degree angle. I was like, all right, here we go. And I I just carried you to the house. All right. What a beautiful, lovely Dutch home. (laughs) It drove me crazy. It was like every other shot was like, whoa, here we go. We're doing it. (laughs) We're in a snowflake. I couldn't.
1: I know, here's the problem. It's because you don't have an OLED TV, Cody.
0: I think it's because I'm an auteur. As a child, even I understood, oh, this Dutch angle, it's making me uneasy, you know? And that's why it was so scary for me to see The Grinch. Yeah. I think that's what happened. I've always been, I've always been a film auteur at heart. So my movies like Mortal Kombat and Small Soldiers spoke to me at such a young age.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah you love the small soldiers cody the best movie ever made some have said
0: oh yeah look when you get you get phil Hartman into a movie with stop motion animated living uh action figures uh it's that's lightning in a bottle right there it doesn't happen twice
1: yeah just like if you get ron howard and jim carrey directing a movie about a dr seuss book okay here's the thing i gotta tell you why we watched the grinch instead of so we watched my uh, tiffany and i we watched the grinch right after this one the animated one Mm. Mm -hmm. her initial request for our next movie was the cat in the hat she's like dr seuss let's keep it going oh no and i was like what if we Um, watched the grinch instead so that's where we're at right now
0: wow yeah i am not ready to revisit the movie that killed mike myers career
1: no that that movie didn't kill it it was the love guru everybody's it's very clearly the love guru that killed his career
0: i think the cat in the hat was the marker where he's like this is this is it. it's going down the ship is going down yeah but like you're right yeah the love guru was like the final nail in the coffin
1: yeah, but it's kind of like, you know, being on a huge ship and then there's like, oh, we've got a slow leak. We need to turn on like a sump pump to, you know, make sure this isn't a problem. And then slamming at full speed into an iceberg. All right. Sure. One might have been a slow leak, but it was manageable. And then the yeah. other one was, yeah. uh, you know what? Let's just detonate some bombs along the whole all right let's just let's fill this with tnt and let's blow it up all right let's see if it can still float after man that. you know what i
0: mean like 10 years ago i heard a rumor that like oh you yeah, know mike myers is trying to make gonna make a comeback not a comeback but you know it's like oh you know he's working on a movie he's gonna be keith moon a keith moon biopic the drummer for the who he's the guy that made trashing hotel rooms cool you know cool that guy <laughs> um the guy who exploded his drum set on live tv because the Who were the band that made it cool to break all your instruments at the end of the show. Anyway, yeah. that guy, total madman, died of alcohol poisoning at age like 30. <clears throat> that's the way to go. I was like, oh, that'll be interesting. Anyway, that was 10 years ago. I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> I don't think that project is coming down the pipe.
1: Look, you pipe. say that, but, you know, next year, that's going to be best picture right there.
0: Oh, yeah. You know. Oh, man.
1: They said- I don't know. Here's
0: the thing. I like I like the movie because Jim Carrey's in it, but I almost threw up from all the Dutch angles. So I don't know. I don't know how well I can review it. What What else do we need to discuss about this this Grinching? Do you want to tell me some numbers? Do you have any stats on this boy? Because I do know it was very expensive, but actually, like, all I do movies rarely perform well. This one actually did make some money.
1: Yeah, I mean, do you want to hazard a guess that it's budget? We
0: say. 125 million for the budget and like 300 million for the box office Cody What?
1: a 123 million for the budget How dare you? And 345 mm. million for the box office
0: Alright Yeah, I mean holiday movies people aren't shelling out that money and they're not collecting that much money so it is impressive
1: Yeah, I mean this was a very well received Oh no I accidentally rated it on IMDb, so. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. But now it's asking me to do it again. Would you be surprised to find out that it won an Oscar?
0: No, no, it didn't. You're a liar. What did it win an Oscar for?
1: What do you think, Cody? Makeup? Makeup. Costumes? It it was nominated for Best Costume and Best Art Direction but it won for Best Makeup. All
0: right. Let me ask this. Did you know that... The, uh, let me tell you this other fun fact. Did you know that the dog that plays Max is a girl dog?
1: <gasps>
0: Bombshell, I know. All right, I'm going to look at Ron Howard's uh, filmography as a director, and let's just see if I can place him. Oh, I forgot he to kill Billy Elijah. Okay. He started directing. Skyward, The Time Crystal, Night Shift. Splash! Oh, he did Splash! I didn't know that. Splash the movie. The writers from Splash are the ones that sued uh, Guillermo del Toro for stealing the plot for uh, um, Shape of Water. Nice. They lost. Cocoon. Gung Ho. Willow. Oh, I didn't know he did Willow. Parenthood. Backdrop. Willow's coming back, Cody. He has a lot of like low rated movies. Paper. Apollo thirteen. Ransom. Ed TV, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, A Beautiful Mind, oh yeah, The Missing Cinderella Man, Da Vinci Code, Frost Nixon. Oh, I did like Frost Nixon. That may be one of his best ones. Angels and Demons, The Dilemma, Rush. Rush is really good. Made in America, Breakthrough, In the Heart of the Sea, Eight Days a Week, a Touring Years, Beatles documentary. I've heard The Guillermo Del Toro. No. Peter Jackson, Beatles documentary is really good on Disney+. Plus. It's like, it's a long one, though. A bunch of episodes. Inferno, Genius, Solo, Pavarotti. Is it a Pavarotti movie? building paradise and he'll be the elegy. He, this man is all over the map. Yeah. He has a lot of movies that are not reviewed well. But he is churning them out. Yeah. I don't understand his vibe. You know, you know, like, Tarantino's got a vibe. You're like, when I'm going to a Tarantino movie... I'm gonna see some feet. I'm gonna see some blood. I'm gonna hear some f words. All right, gonna it's gonna be delightful. Feet, yes. And Ron Howard, I don't even know what I'm gonna do. I don't even know what it's gonna what's gonna happen. You know.
1: Yeah, I mean, he is just kind of like. Uh, he directs movies. You know. It doesn't. He doesn't have like. It doesn't seem like he has. A style to him. He just kind of directs mm-hmm. a movie. Whatever. He gets the chance to direct a movie. Yeah. That's why I'm um, thinking. He's
0: been married to Cheryl Howard since 1975. Good. That's nice. It's nice him. to see a Hollywood marriage work out, you know.
1: Yeah. Now, like Jim Carrey, who lost his wife, yeah. his partner to Donnie Wahlberg.
0: Wait. Hold on. Are you spreading lies again? Are you making nope. up more stuff? You've dropped way too many truth bums on me today. I can't handle it. Amard, I haven't recovered from missing Origami Angel at the Rhino. Jim Carrey's real name is James. And now you're telling me that his wife, his former partner, lover, yeah. is now with Donald Wahlberg? Oh,
1: yeah. Because he was like...
0: The second strongest of all the Wahlbergs?
1: Yeah.
0: Here's what I know about the fact, Wahlbergs. he's in Band of Brothers. There's Mark... And there's other ones. Yeah, how many are there? Many. And you haven't been to Wahlburgers yet?
1: Nope.
0: Pound for pound, I need. I've heard it's bad, <laughs> but I need. To, I need you to go there for me because I can't.
1: Because there aren't on here. Now the High V's back in Kansas City. Do have Wahlburgers?
0: Oh, like frozen section Wahlburgers? No,
1: the. uh the Market Grill, like, restaurant in the High vee Oh, the
0: restaurant in Hy-Vee. Is Wahlburgers. Wall... Yeah, it's like,
1: that's their burger menu. And they were, I've, I've had it's one.
0: it's a decent restaurant.
1: I've had one. Um, It was How all right. It? I expect it to you, be better. How can you, you can't
0: franchise a burger and then just be, like, outsourced to another restaurant. And be like, this is my burger. I don't know, you make it. That doesn't work. You... But it's their,
1: oh, the right? whole burger menu is Wahlburger. So they do other stuff. But it's the burgers are Wahlburgers.
0: Ron Howard's wife is an actress. She's in the Da Vinci Code movies and Fall 13 and Splash and Will. Oh, she's in like most of his well-known movies. Hillbilly Elegy. Remember Hillbilly Elegy? The, the thumbnail from Netflix we all know and love?
1: Yes. What? There's a
0: movie called Hillbilly Elegy and it's about people in the South. And people were like, this is bad, right? But then some people were like, not that bad though oh critics hated it oh but i think some people liked watching it that were like southern i don't know so the it's amy adams and glenn close okay and the oh. characters are bev and Mama. so that's oh. that's all you need to know
1: i feel right. educated now
0: i don't feel like i know more i i guess i know more facts about ron howard i don't understand him but I'm glad we took this journey I don't can think you he's a rate person. this is he just like a <laughs> hold on I can crack this is he like a Jim Henson workshop puppet that <laughs> that someone has been is he a Muppet that's my question I guess is, he... is that how he operates yes <clears throat> okay so how would you rate this movie just tying it all
1: together I would give this movie a C+. Plus.
0: I would give her a C, I would say. It's not... Look, it's got enough to watch. It's got enough going for it. But the things not going for it do, like, make it a conflicting experience to watch.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't need to know that the Who's have swinger parties. I didn't need that in my life, you know? I think I didn't need Jeffrey Tambor as the mayor who is sixty years old but also has a girlfriend. You know, like I didn't need
1: that. Maybe he had a wife, Cody. And she died of cancer.
0: Look, here's what also
1: I, putting keys in the bowl you can also just fall. be that also happens just at like adult parties where people are gonna get shwasted. So just don't sh-wasted. all these all the listeners out there, don't if you go to a party and everyone's like, put your keys in the bowl You probably don't want to be there, but also, you know, don't just assume that you're going to start swinging, all right?
0: No, that's how it works. Okay, here's my other thing. When you fall in love at 10 years old with a green man, and when you fall in love with a woman who's in love with a green man, that is a love triangle that lasts a lifetime, all right? He would never betray her for anyone else. So I know for a fact that the Who Mayor did never leave that lady
1: you know what i'm saying what if he was actually gay with his assistant guy then Uh would it be better ron
0: Ron howard's brother yeah um yeah no that checks out then would it be better by that so he's got a beard yeah no that works that makes more sense
1: yeah that's and then we're all
0: just look we're all just beards for jeffrey tambor and that's what we need to accept right
1: oh okay But Thank we're... you for
0: listening. But... <laughs> no, no, go ahead.
1: If we're beards for him, isn't that the opposite of what a beard is?
0: I am Jeffrey Tambor's beard.
1: But... Okay, yeah, none of that checks out.
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can rate, review, share us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on social media if you want to yell at us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, at Opinion Havers. Look at our dank memes. They're dank. They're memes. Posting left and right. And until next time, watch movies. And I have opinions. I have to go lay down and, like, cry a little bit. I missed Origami Angel playing three miles from my house. I've asked for their record, at every record I've been to for the last year.
1: They probably came because it. of you. Yeah, probably. It uh, was their first Tyler, stop on their tour.
0: You broke me, <laughs> you broke me
1: today.